uh, that picture was taken uh, in this I love scary movies, like walk through like museum type thing. And that room was built like the uh, room from Lost Boys that the guys hang out in. Well, it reminds me of uh, you and my grandfather's old chair. Remember that blue yeah. chair that you always <laughs> used to chill in? Anyway, let's rock. You were recording? Yep. All right, welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Doc. I'm back here again with Keck. How's it going, bud? Bad. Um, very bad. Uh, things are like very, very bad in my life right now. Like there's some good shit, but there's like right now more horrible shit than there is good shit. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm going to this uh, Mad Max festival this week. So uh... yeah, that's awesome. You definitely have to talk a little bit about that. But uh, yeah, so uh, what's next? Uh, nothing really. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of new movies coming out that, uh, I sent you a list for, and, uh, I didn't realize how many, like we've had such like kind of a lull over the summer and not a yeah, lot of things were yeah. coming out. Even the past like couple of weeks, they were like re-releasing movies that like have been out for like over, for over a year now. And even some you like to try stuff. to fill in the content gap sort of. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. They, they re-released a bunch. So they just put Avatar back out in theaters again. Even though, because he has a new one coming out, I d- I thought that there was a new Avatar. But he has they a new one coming like, out, but the oh, one they okay. just put out again is just a re-release, I guess, to get everybody oh. to watch it. People are still going to see it, so I mean, I mean, I'll see the new one. I'm interested, but I'm not expecting it to be good. I mean, yeah, I know, enjoyed it 3D. I had, I had gotten so much guff for saying that I liked that movie, but the thing is, is like. The story was sort of like intentionally supposed to be cheesy, yeah, but like it was in, Early. I watched it in the 3D graphics. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like amazing visual experience in the theaters. Like I didn't go to see it for the story. Yeah. Like for the on obtainium, like, you know, he later said like, yeah, the story was supposed to be like kind of cheese. It was part of like the larger message I was trying to convey, but like, I just went to see it for the visual experience. And I would say avatar like was an experience like I had never had before in any other movie in terms of like the 3d visual elements. Yeah. Well, trying to watch it again on like your regular TV in 2d, it's just not the same. It's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. like whatever it's, it's, but seeing it in 3d is definitely worth it. But uh, yeah. our movie's coming up. Uh, I mean, I just saw a bunch, but um, there's one in particular that's coming up that I thought you would be interested in. That's coming to Netflix November 17th is the TV series 1899 created by the guys who did The Dark. Yeah. So I thought you would be uh, excited about that. It's described as a genre-bending historical mystery thriller. And now, the- is is going to be in German? Uh, I believe so. Uh, okay well it's the uh official i haven't watched the trailer yet but there is a trailer available um the official description says multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea so this it's definitely the uh poster's definitely giving me some um you know dark uh, ass Dark, dark ass, but I was going to say a Bermuda Triangle. Uh, yeah. yeah. With like a ship going into the, uh, to a triangle. So 
I was just curious as to whether or not they were going to have like an all German cast and shoot it in German or if they were going to, uh, you know, do the thing where uh, they just hire like British actors for the uh, accent. So it has like the European feel or something like that, you know, whether or not it's going to be in German or in English. Yeah, it looks like it was shot in Germany, but look at the under IMDb anyway, it's in his language English. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I in just Berlin, watched so. like. I watched a full episode of some Netflix show, like just the first episode. I don't want to sidebar too much, but um, it was a German show called like How to Sell Drugs Online or something like that. But it defaulted to English overdubbing and I, it was very good English overdubbing. And I didn't even know until the very end of the first episode where they did the credits. I was like, wait i'm listening to it in an overdub and then i like went back and like let start like watching it in german and like i didn't even realize for some reason netflix like defaulted to the overdub version yeah. and i thought that was so now that's like something i want to watch out for because i don't ever like listening to shit dubbed unless really necessary so i mean luckily but netflix yeah. has been really good at uh doing overdubs and a lot of times they'll get the uh the actors oh it was really yeah dubbing so, was very good yeah. dubbing was very good but like i don't want it to default oh yeah i would have a regular you know what i'm saying like yeah. i want it to yeah uh, the one thing netflix isn't so great at is subtitles like i've noticed like watching some german shows like very very terribly inaccurate subtitles also in spanish like with money heist i also noticed inaccurate subtitles but like with the dubbing yeah it's been spot on so with um with 1899 you're saying that uh it says that uh language is going to be english so yeah again i haven't watched the trailer so i don't know uh, yeah if maybe the trailer's in english or maybe the trailer's in german i don't know yeah uh but yeah i'm 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 interested just because it's by the guys from the dark i don't care what language they put oh in. yeah I'm, yeah i was just curious uh, yeah i was yeah. just curious like i wasn't saying like i wasn't going to watch it unless it was in german or anything um <laughs> yeah. I, I was just curious as to whether or not um but yeah i'm definitely going to uh check that out regardless yeah i'll give that at least a couple Ooh, excuse me at least a couple episodes yeah uh then the uh then there's another series coming to hbo max that i thought you'd be interested it was just announced it doesn't have a uh, release date yet but uh david why does it have to be that i'd be interested in why can't it be just like that you thought was interesting no it's okay. uh, it, it is something that i'm interested in <laughs> but it's also something you would be interested because in, i know there's a series like you know a supernatural prequel called the winchester that's coming out i know i'm breaking you your ball interested in i'm breaking it. your yeah. ball I'm breaking your balls <laughs> breaking my balls wait till you hear what it is <laughs> it's a scanners hbo is going to oh, do scanners into a i've been talking about scanners for like the past couple of years how i want to see them do like a remake of the movie especially the guy's head exploding like how cool would that be with the special effects we have today yeah um, how cool would that be as a series yeah dude, with cronenberg involved head. Cronenberg is involved as an executive producer, so yeah, you know, you're definitely gonna want him involved in some way. Yeah, that's gonna be sick, dude. I would aim for like one head explosion per episode. That would like that would pretty much be like my ideal thing. One head explosion per episode. I'm hooked. I hope they use a lot of practical effects though for the head explosion. Yes, 
yeah yeah if if they yeah um I, I would see them doing like throwbacks to the original like you know what i mean like uh it'd be cool if they like mixed in like cgi to like um john carpenter's the thing where they you know use like melting bubble gum and stuff like that to yeah. do some of the effects yeah that that'd be awesome uh you had brought a lot of attention to like uh me about like cgi being like mixed in with practical filmmaking and like i never you know usually like uh they'll do all like you know um dummy stuff or they'll do all like cgi and like to mix the two and make it like you know integrate it in a way that like looks really good and is like just like very engaging like i think that's like the best way to do things yeah because nobody wants to see just well i don't know kids today maybe they do just want to see cgi but that's not what i want yeah so and and with a lot of studios kind of forcing uh people to be quicker with cgi the cgi itself has been uh subpar so. yeah like and CGI is even though you would think it would be cheaper, like with the software and hardware that's now required, CGI is generally more expensive, right? Like considerably more expensive. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah, it depends yeah, on what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like because you would think it would cost more money to like buy all the shit you need to like make just like you know normal effects like man-made generated effects but like with like all the software and hardware that's required to you know uh generate like realistic looking shit like it's actually more expensive to do the cgi right yeah probably i mean i, think I, I haven't i haven't bur i haven't uh done the numbers on it but i would assume yeah i'm yeah. i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that's the case so yeah, yeah a good mixture is awesome so yeah that's definitely yes you're correct that's definitely something i'm gonna want to check out yeah so that's why i brought it up <laughs> i know i was busting uh, your balls and speaking of uh cronenberg uh his son brandon uh, brandon 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 brandon, brandon, brandon. Cronenberg. yeah yeah uh he you know that he did uh antiviral and uh possessor uh he's got a new uh sci-fi horror coming out called infinity pool with uh mia goth from uh x and pearl oh and nice. uh, right, right now it has a nc-17 for some graphic violence and sexual content uh, <laughs> mia goth is fucking uh no stranger to uh controversial like you know sexual um explicit well I'm saying this based on her work in uh, Nymphomaniac, but all that shit, that was all like either like CGI or like body double shit. But like a lot of people at the time did not know that because like a lot of the scenes were just like so buck wildly graphic. But like anyway, not to sidetrack, but um, what her being in it, I'm fucking sold. I think she's so fucking hot right now. And I don't mean like in the sense that like she's just a beautiful woman but like she's just been all over the place recently. yeah she's been doing a couple like i've been you know i saw her in the horror and then she's in um she was in another like uh she was in some french movie last year that i was just checking out um yeah she's all over the place so yeah i mean she's fucking hot right now so. yeah well uh infinity pools described as a uh a young couple are uh, rich in love and on vacation they're all exclusive uh, resort boats, uh, oh, both island tours and gleaming beaches. But outside the hotel gates waits something much more dangerous and seductive beyond the edge of paradise. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I mean, he's done some good stuff so far that I've liked. So, 
What? No, you're talking about Cronenberg's son, right? Yeah, Brandon Cronenberg. Now, what else? Um, what else uh, has he done that I would know? Uh, Possessor. Other uh, than what I'd, you just mentioned, I'd recommend it. That I think he's only done those two right now, or yeah, and Possessor. So, so he's pretty. And this is a this. Uh, this is a series he's doing, or no, a movie? movie? Movie. Okay. Yeah. I just was going well, from Cronenberg to Cronenberg. Possessor was a series, or no, Possessor? They're, they're both movies. They're both movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just going from Cronenberg to Cronenberg. You know. Yeah, you're doing double Cronenberg. I um, I wasn't sure. I have not seen Possessor or um. I'm sorry. What was the other one? She antiviral. You just I haven't seen either. Um, they're both, I they're both I worth checking sure. out. Yeah. 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 Uh, then so uh, he's he's living up to Daddy's expectations. Yeah, as I say, he's definitely going down that <laughs> that kind of route. Yeah. probably not as much much body horror but yeah there is still body horror in it especially like i would say antiviral yeah there's some possessor too i mean it's literally about like taking over somebody else's body and using them as like a hitman it's like a sci-fi uh horror yeah i mean i would just think there'd be like a lot of pressure being like cronenberg's son like if you're going to like work in film like your father you need to do that shit really well or you need to like become a lawyer or something like totally like you know (laughs) a totally different profession like i would just see there to be like uh you know so much like uh pressure on you like uh tom hanks's son or something like that yeah Uh, then I'm going from, uh, I'm going from Mia Goth into Mia Goth, uh, for, uh, the next, uh, film series in the uh, X franchise, because now it's a franchise. It's now a franchise. So it's, it's official that they're doing a sequel to X. Yeah. It's going to be set in 1985. It's called Maxine with three X's in the middle. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I believe it's her going to Hollywood. Yeah, it's going to be her journey towards fame, setting out to make it as an actress. I wonder if it's going to be like her, like it's going to take place directly after the events. No, it seems some years later because it was like 79, right? was the X. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was the late 70s, 78, 70. I think it was 79. Yeah, this is going to be good, like five or six years later. Yeah, I was just joking around about at the end of X where she like drove away, like not really thinking it was a big deal that everyone was dead except her. And like, you know, obviously, you know, there was going to be questions about all the murdering and shit. And she seemed like kind of like lackadaisical about the whole thing. I just think it'd be funny if she was just driving up in like the pickup truck, like stops at a rest stop, cleans the blood off of her and just goes about her life like nothing else ever happened now she goes like, from there and, directly to an, a porn shoot <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah she's just like hey uh i'm here to audition like my uh fiance had like hauled ahead oh yeah well where is he uh he can't make it because yeah, you know he was he's just dead <laughs> <laughs> and like you know i also uh just got back from doing killing myself yeah so I anyway this old lady that killed my fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i ran her head over yeah yeah you should have she, seen it yeah she yeah. looks exactly <laughs> like me when i was younger <laughs> i mean when she well you know what yeah. i was criticizing the movie for like making it so ridiculous at the end but like 
the sequel, Maxine, might like kind of like explain like that whole thing because you know she was a drug addict and she had some problems. So like they'll they'll uh, probably go back to her past and um, probably explain like what she did like after the murders and all the you know horrific violence and alligator eatings and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. There was a little teaser at the end of uh, Pearl that it just had the. Oh, really? Floated. It floated like the camera floated over. It looked like the Hollywood sign, but it said Maxine, and then it was just like '80s music playing in the background. Oh, cool. So yeah. I wow. That, but it's it's not like Pearl where he already shot it, but like it's gonna be coming out probably next year. I would say. It's just you want to talk about something taking off. I mean. Yeah. X was filmed in what 2021 and then came out in 2022? Uh, I think so because he wrote because it was during the pandemic that he like wrote, yeah, uh, while he was waiting for the two weeks uh quarantine, he wrote a pearl, and so then they filmed, yeah, it right and that's when they, they started X. like collaborating together, yeah. And yeah. so it was he pitched Pearl to Mia Gook and she was just like, yes, right away, right? Yeah. Or much. was yeah. it like the other way around? Like they both kind of were thinking, yeah, but I wasn't yeah, sure. They already had, like they were already about to shoot X and he was in the two week quarantine before they can go shoot that. And in that time he wrote and he was right. for Pearl. Yeah. And, and she was just like, yes, yeah, like right away. Yeah. 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 And, but so, yeah. So he then pitched to her, she was like, yes, right away. And now, you know, they did the prequel to X and now they're doing a sequel to X and that all happened like within like the span of like what like 14 months or something like that yeah that's pretty yeah that's just, it's crazy that's to see uh two movies from the same franchise come out in the in in the, in the year you know what i mean they came out yeah in april and this one just came out in september like yeah like, i would, mean that's just normally they'd like wait a year or like oh and like april or something nah. or the other one they're like nah we're really well yeah here. especially with pearl when you told me it was already in theaters i was just like damn that was quick like i get that they started doing it but like like you were saying like you would think that they would space things out to you know maximize profits it's just like nah we're trying to just shit this out we want this out like yeah. i think that's fucking awesome and this is all in like the a24 like yep. uh production company yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I uh, I went and saw Pearl um, this past weekend, uh, and it was funny because as I was leaving, I was like, oh, let me see if there's a post credit. And it was like, oh, there's a trailer for Maxine in it. So I was like, all right, I threw my trash out and kind of stood by the exit. And like, uh, most of like a couple other people, there was only maybe like 10 or 15 people in the movie theater. But like, as like these two girls were walking out, I was like, hey, there's like a, a post credit teaser for the next film. And they were like, the next film. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this one's a prequel to X, and they had never even heard of X. So I like had really that to them. Yeah. So like they came in seeing this, not knowing about X at all. So all and you're like, yo, you want to like come back to my place and <laughs> no. like, you know, watch uh <laughs> watch a movie about porn. <laughs> <laughs> no. it was, yeah, that was that that'd be a really I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. That'd be like a really creepy way, like a really creepy pickup line. Like, oh, you didn't know that? Like, this is a prequel to X? Like, you want to come back to my house and watch that? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, like, you say that, but in, in the movie Pearl, she meets this theater, uh, like, projectionist. And, like, she. I, I saw that in the trailer, and he's yeah. like, 
she's like, and oh, it shows her porn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that exactly. shit was fucking yeah. funny. Like, yeah. So, yeah, well, that's what made me think of it because, you know, I yeah. haven't seen Pearl yet, but, like, I saw in the trailer, like, you know, um, him, like, saying, like, hey, come back here. Like, let me show you this other movie because it, it, yeah. I, I'm assuming that, like, she wasn't able to make it in the mainstream and, like, you know, uh, that's the direction that they were going in. So that just kind of made me think, like, when you were saying, like, to those girls, like, hey, you want to see? Like, yeah. <laughs> The movie doesn't quite go in that direction. I'm not gonna spoil it, but Mia Goth is fucking yeah. amazing. She has like this eight minute monologue in the movie, and it's just like the camera's just on her face nonstop, like straight eight minutes of her doing this fucking monologue. It's fucking great. you can go she on YouTube it. and if you go on YouTube and you uh type in like Mia Goth uh casting reads and stuff like that, you can see her reading for several parts. And you know, like when I said she's so hot right now, like bro like she is just an immensely talented actress and the only thing that i had really seen her in until um recently x was nymphomaniac um and i think she was only in nymphomaniac part two so i had not really seen much of i think there was one other thing i had seen her in too but like i didn't recognize her but like yeah she is just fucking uh taking off right now and i think it's awesome very very versatile actress so yeah yeah it definitely it definitely makes me want to go back and uh re watch uh ty west's two previous movies the house of the devil and the innkeepers because i remember seeing them but i remember them being a little bit slower in pace i didn't uh, see i didn't see uh house but i did see the innkeepers i don't remember very much of it but i feel like i remember liking it but i feel like i remember only like the last like 10 minutes something happened in it you know what? A lot like... of it was them being innkeepers, <laughs> but I like it's been so long, and I was like, "Well, I guess it is what it's called." But like, I, yeah, I don't remember much else about either one of those. And I now, now, well, now I, that I'm, I think, I, I, I also that. might be mistaking it with something else as well. So I'm not even sure. But anyway, I mean, we should probably like stop talking about something that we barely remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, it makes me well since I liked point? since I liked X and Pearl. I want to go back and uh, rewatch. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, yeah i think to yeah definitely give him another look um, yeah definitely yeah and then uh yeah then i also saw uh barbarian which has just came out it's got a uh, bill Skarsgård, and uh you know he played uh pennywise and yeah i i know and, i know uh, who he is and uh justin long is in it and uh <laughs> When I saw this one in theater, it's about a woman staying at an Airbnb in like Detroit, and she does discovers that the house she rented is not what it seems. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't want to spoil too much about it. But Justin Long was fucking hilarious when he comes into this. He's like, he is, he's like he trying, is a very funny guy. Yeah, he's like trying to sell the house, and like every time he like goes into like he's like measuring how much like room he has, and when he discovers like the secret room, he's like more pumped about like how much extra space he has to sell it than than like look around and see it. like like the movie's about a bunch of dumb characters doing really dumb shit you know and getting themselves fucking yeah. in trouble and like but it had like a couple of good moments like it had justin long was funny in it and then it has some good moments into the end with that i thought were funny too whether they were intentional or not i don't know 
but also there was like this lady that was sitting like down the row from me who was getting like visibly uncomfortable every time not visibly uncomfortable but visibly upset every time one of the characters would do something real dumb she used to be like oh oh my god and she'd be like but not like out not saying oh that out i know loud. i know exactly i know exactly you, the you type could just of her. hear I her moving in the seat yeah. Like she didn't say anything out loud, but she could hear her moving in the seat and like, you know, almost doing like knee slaps and stuff like that. And like I was fucking laughing because I thought it was so funny <laughs> that she was getting upset about characters doing dumb shit. Like she's never watched a horror movie before where characters do dumb shit. She's like, oh, why are you yeah. going to that basement? Why are you going? Oh, this is so like, but she wasn't saying it out loud. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It kind of, you know, yeah. helped enjoy my experience better. And then Justin I mean, does something real funny at the end that I thought was funny. I don't, yeah, I've seen like a few. I mean, I don't know that I can really point out. Well, all right, Jeepers Creepers, Justin Long wasn't supposed to be a comic in it, but like it, it he was just funny, funny as shit. Yeah. Like I, I cannot take Justin Long to do anything other than even when he's not doing comedy, like I just think he's yeah. funny. And Tusk you when he got turned I mean? into the walrus. I heard yeah. Smith oh, yeah. wants T to do Tusk a Tusk too, definitely, too. Yeah. 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 Wait, they're doing a Tusk part two? Yeah, that's Kevin Smith announced he wants to do a part two. Wow, you just <laughs> dropped that on me. You were creeping on that. Did you know yeah. that you're oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you want to talk about something I'm going to be interested in. Yeah. That would be it. And I hope they bring back Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, me too. That would be awesome because like Minor didn't like Minor was like arguing with me that Johnny Depp was even in the movie and was trying to tell me it was some other guy. I'm like, dude, I know all about Tusk. I've seen it multiple times. Trust me, Johnny Depp is not only in it, he's a main character. And like Meyer went back and checked it, and he was like, Holy shit, like I had no idea. Like he wears a prosthetic nose with a, a dick yeah. on it. <laughs> he pitched yeah. that to Kevin Smith that he was like, Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really I mean, Tusk is a really, really bizarre, fucked up movie. Yeah, but like it's fucking awesome. And now that they're doing the part two, like, wow, I am enthused. That has just like raised my mood significantly. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, then I went home after I did the double feature and I watched uh, The Watcher and Glorious. Glorious we'll talk about on, on our next cast, but uh, yeah, I want to talk about The Watcher though, because this is something we've both seen. I had actually recommended this to you before I'd even seen it because I heard good things about it. And I was like, hey, we well, should before... watch this and talk about it. I don't have like a, a bunch of stuff to say about The Watcher. Um, but one thing I wanted to say before we discussed it at all is that um, I was very confused because there's so many movies called The Watcher. Yeah, and, and a new TV all, series coming up called The Watcher. And a yeah. new TV series called The Watcher that is also 2022 that I believe yeah. is coming out on October the 13th on Netflix. And I believe all the watchers are all in the horror genre too. Yeah. So or it can be like thriller, very suspense art. Yeah. Yeah. There was oh, one right with there. Keanu Reeves in 2000. There was a 2020 watcher. There's now 2022 to watcher and the 2022 watcher series. And there's probably, I, I believe there's also movies or at least one other movie that's just called Watcher and not The Watcher. So yeah. uh, if you want to see the movie we're talking about, make sure you go and check out uh, 2022 
The Watcher. It's a movie and it's shot in Romania. Or, you know, it it has a lot of like Romanian shit going yeah, on. Yeah. Just like make in, sure it's you know, in Budapest. Yeah. Yeah. What was your impression of the movie? I actually, I actually enjoyed this. I, I liked the uh, different uh, take on it. Well, The Watcher is about a young American woman who moves to her husband to Budapest and begins to suspect that a stranger who watches her from the apartment building across the street may be a local serial killer de- decapitating women. And uh, it doesn't have anybody in it that I recognized. Um, Spoiler, she was right the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the end. The end, yeah. But I did like I the like- yeah, yeah, I did like the setup of like, you know, maybe she's just wrong and maybe she and then she kind of becomes the stalker. She's the watcher. And I thought yes, that was an interesting I, way to go. Yeah. I was I was picking that vibe up, too. I thought like, oh, you know, this is going to be like very clever. Like, I get it. Or, you know, maybe she was just going to like go insane and end up killing her husband or something like that. And then she'd be or, arrested yeah, like, and like. Yeah. yeah, she was like, or, you know, she was starting to become like very paranoid and maybe she had some kind of like underlying mental illness. And it turns out that she was actually killing these people. She was and a serial killer? She, yeah, Hold that on. she did not twist. realize that. She, yeah, that she was like going out and she was doing these terrible things and she was projecting it as like you know someone else was doing them and she was just like extremely like mentally psychopathic you know what i mean yeah so it'd be kind of like shutter island in a way or uh yes yes similar to shutter island but yeah something like that that's what i was thinking like all right here it comes this is going to be like the ending twist and it turned out to be like, uh, yeah, she was just right about every single thing the entire time. Yeah. The guy she suspected was the killer was the killer the entire time. And like nobody Everything believed her and shit. So, yeah, right. I, thought it was, yeah. I thought it was still, I still thought it was still well set up, even though it still came out that he was the killer. I still thought yeah. the setup was re- still really well done. So it kept you kind of guessing whether she was right or not, because no one believed her. Then the guy even calls like the cops on her. It was like, yeah, this chick keeps running. Yeah. Into and even in my head, I'm like, yeah, maybe like she's just real paranoid and shit because like. Well, that's the thing. He when he be... called the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when he called the cops on her, it was like, you know, reinforcing what I think we were both thinking in our heads was going to be the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't necessarily going like she was the killer the whole time. It was just like she was a little paranoid the whole time. And like, yeah, it, yeah I, I was thinking was that her. she was the killer. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that was going to be the thing and that she was actually stalking these people out. I thought it was going to be like some reverse psychology type stuff. Um, But I would say this. um, I thought that the movie, well, it was a rather short. I believe the runtime was under 90 minutes. I think it was an hour and 17 minutes total. I think I think Uh, it's an hour and 31 with credits. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, it was a relatively short movie compared to today's standards. Um, It was a very slow moving movie throughout the entire thing up until maybe the last eight, eight, maybe nine minutes. It was extremely slow paced. Um, I did find it quite dull. Um, However, I want to say the caliber of the acting was very good. Like there was like genuine like suspense. Uh, There was tension like 
you know, for the um, main character uh, put, uh, Julia, played by Mika uh, Monroe. I believe, yeah, I, I think I'm saying oh, yeah, that. I don't know how you say it either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, his um, name is Burn Gorman. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't... What, <laughs> oh i knew um i've seen burn gorman in like a lot of other stuff before. yeah he, he was a in, um, watcher yeah well he yeah but he was um he was in like uh, a lot of tv series that i've seen he's been in several other films i've seen he's an english actor um i've known him like i've i've seen him in a lot of other things so i knew he wasn't like romanian and didn't speak romanian so i was just like I was wondering if like he had like a Romanian background I wasn't aware of and he was going to start speaking Romanian because I know he was like born in England and everything I've seen him in, he's pretty much had an English or faking an American uh, accent. He's actually born in Hollywood. Oh, he was born in Hollywood? Yeah. What the fuck out here? Yeah. Well, I've seen him do the English accent yeah. really fucking well because I've seen him in tons of movies that were all set in england uh in a tv show he played a british officer during the american revolution he was well, like he was, one of the main he was characters born in the u.s but he had uh, to, to british parents and spent most of his years growing okay. up in the uk so but, he was british yeah. he just happened to be yeah. born, here. born right, cool. yeah yeah i wasn't trying to like get down to like you know where he was <laughs> born and where he was a citizen i'm just saying he's basically an english actor yeah but yeah. um McCall. I've seen him in like a lot of stuff before, but I don't, I did not recognize um, Miss Monroe before. I don't think I've seen her in, she has a familiar face, but I can't think of anything else I'd seen her in. She was fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, the caliber of the acting was great. I just thought the story was kind of weak. Like I, I, I felt bored throughout the movie. Uh, I wasn't uh, that bored. I, I, I mean, I, I, that's it. How I, I it was a little slower paced, but yeah, I, I do agree. If it wasn't for her performance, it could have been dull. It could have been a little bit yeah. boring if she wasn't. If she was, if she was terrible at it, I would have been. No, like, she, you know, I thought all the acting good. Yeah. was good. It was just I'm just giving my honest opinion. I thought the movie was slow paced and very dull at times. Like I felt myself bored, but I was still engaged because. I was interested to see where they were going to take the story. Yeah. I thought they were going to go in a very different direction, like I was saying, um, and up being like a very linear and very simple plot. Like everything like you thought was going to happen, happened, um, you know, it went down exactly the way she said it was going to go down. Yeah. Like he was the killer. And apparently, uh, let's just talk about one scene, the subway scene. I liked very much. Oh, the scene where, uh, like, which one? The one where uh, he comes up and is like, and towards the end, yeah. towards the end of the movie, she's on the subway. They had already um, spoken before. Well, I don't know if they even spoke before when just, the police uh, officer the brought her. Yeah, I believe they were pretty much silent. They shook hands, and that was all there was to it. And I believe he leaves. He has. Up until yeah. that point, he has no dialogue. No, I think he had dialogue at the at the when the cops showed up. He had talked a little. Did, I didn't. Hear she, him I don't think she was. She was just kind of in shock. Like I don't think she, I don't remember yeah. her talking. 
I didn't think I heard him speak, but you could be very right. I just remember them shaking hands. Um, I, I, I could be wrong about that. But the first time they had any meaningful discourse was in the subway scene. Yeah. And I thought that was done really well. And he was like trying to explain himself to her. And I thought like this was going to turn out like maybe they even became like weird friends or something like that. <laughs> and then they would end up like working together to confront the killer. Like maybe he would like come to her aid or something like that. Like the but, killer was um, her boyfriend or her husband the whole time. Yeah, something, yeah. bro. I was looking for a twist. That's yeah. where I was going for. This movie was not going to be the linear, simple plot that was laid out where she was right the entire time. The watcher was the killer. It was the dude. Like, you know, generally it doesn't go that way. So I was looking for the thing that was going to get me. And I was going to be like, oh, that was fucking clever. It was just, to, for me, it was just a very dull, linear story that, like, you know, I thought could have been done a lot better. But um, like I said, the caliber, the acting did keep me engaged. I love the subway scene and the fact that the woman's head was apparently in that bag. Like, yeah. Because you would think I thought like they were going to like show that it was like his lunch or something at the end. But like, nah, he had gone to her neighbor's house and decapitated her only friend. Yeah. When he talks and about like hiding in the hiding closet. Yeah, he was like hiding in the closet, and they do like kind of like a little foreshadowing thing, like her looking at the closet, and you think like, oh, is are they gonna check? Well, they didn't check. He was hiding in the closet with the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, it, like, <laughs> yeah, it was funny because like it, like when I was watching, it, it was like, um, like yeah, they live close to each other, so it, like obviously they would run into each other like on the subway because they'd both be going to the same stop. Or like they could, uh, and her husband or, tried to rationalize. That. Yeah, yeah, or like in the neighborhood, like run into them in different places. Like in the first place, he uh, she runs into him was like at the movie theater where he, he sits right behind her and like like leans in and like smells her, breathes on her, or whatever. I thought that was fucking funny. And then like yeah, that was creepy as you can get. And I was like, oh, maybe he yeah. just fell asleep in the theater. And like you know, yeah. And then he sees him. She sees him at the supermarket, and they're like. They're like, no, you're watching him. Like, of course he's going to be looking at, like, yeah, somebody just knocked over a bunch of shit and then ran away. Like, of course he would go over there and be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was built there up. There's a lot of ways they could have taken it. In the end, I guess there's a lot of different directions that they could have gone in. Um, overall, I, I would say if I, you know, if I would recommend checking it out, but like if you're expecting like a fast paced thriller where, you know, it gets like into like intense, like psychological terror, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, but like it was good part, acting. It was good. It's definitely worth a watch, but um, that's about all I really have to say on it. Yeah, I did like the uh, the end scene where like his husband realizes that, like that she's now missing and is like, Oh shit! I've been a real dick this whole time, haven't I? By not listening to my wife, <laughs> like I just thought that was funny. That like that dude was like, "Oh fuck! I probably should listen to my wife." But he feels like a real dick. We saw now. that her suitcase was at. I thought like I thought the guy had murdered her, and it was going to end where the guy gets away. And it looked like she just like went back to New York or whatever. But uh, you know that was uh, not the case. Yeah. And. Uh, she ended up killing him. I don't know whether it looks like she was going to survive her wound, but uh, 
hey, the final sequence was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the last five minutes, but I thought it was overall kind of dull, but definitely worth a watch. I would definitely recommend it. And yeah. uh, that was The Watcher. Yes. And uh, so uh, that's about it. What's all the time we have. Yeah. So thanks for joining me. And, we'll, and uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good seeing you, buddy. And uh, we will be talking about uh, Glorious next time. All right. Thanks. Bye. I'm staying.